a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! G'day, it's Maroon here. Coming up on the Footy Talk podcast, I ask Wado and Woodsy, are my bunnies in trouble? And I'll give the boys an update on my man, Tommy Turbo. We're going to dive into the Ben Hunt situation. Is he going? Isn't he going? What is going on there? G'day, everybody. It's Footy Talk with the world-famous Wado, Woodsy, and the not-so-world-famous Maroon. How are you, boys? Good mate, yeah, real good. Yourself? Yeah, I'm absolutely you know, fine. You know, I, I just can't take you serious in the main in the main seat today. Why, mate? You just look a bit weird. Like how? In what way? Your little melon just popping over the. Thing oh yeah, you, you got the mad mad uh, microphone just yeah. tucked away. We're in the, we're in the new studio, yeah. yes, yeah, so it's cool. But that cologne you're wearing is, is, is oh, a new it's studio, me in the studio face. smell or is the old spice? You know, it's only supposed to be like a couple of squirts. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> how it's been, it's been hanging around Mark Carroll too much. They, they go half a bottle. <laughs> right, are you blokes are going to rip in today? Right. Well, <laughs> let me let me just say then, if you're going to rip in, like, uh, I've never seen you either of you maybe at the Dally M's, but apart from that, in anything but a hoodie. We're, we're rugby league and, players. And you're wearing a hoodie and shorts and it's bloody two degrees outside. <laughs> I, hey? It's hot inside, And Martin. I think you might have got that cap from the uh, uh, Mardi Gras, the one, no, you know, the, the one in... Uh, What's wrong with the Mardi Gras? There's nothing wrong with the Mardi yeah. Gras. The one in 1992. <laughs> which, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It is a retro hat. Mm. And, and wait, it comes to my... Uh, it is my opinion that you only ever wear what you get for free. So yeah, well, I've got to plug know. my mates, mate. Mm. My mates' gear I always like to wear it and represent it. Yeah. So might, I might wear some Alan Jackson stuff in next week <laughs> <laughs> after your after your plug on the weekend. When I called uh, our sideline eye Adam Jackson, Alan Jackson, because I I do like that sort of style of music, and I always say to myself, "Don't call him Alan. Don't call him Alan." <laughs> And then I did. All right, boys. Well, uh, let's start off with this one. Luke Brooks, it would seem, as according to Dean Ritchie and Buzz Rothfield, Luke Brooks is going to sign with Manly this week on probably a three-year deal. And that's probably a great get for Manly. Certainly gives him a couple of great halves. You know him so well. So talk, talk us through it, Woodsy. Yeah, I think it's a good good signing for Manly. He's obviously, you know, he's played his best footy as a 5 as well. Um, you've got Daly Cherry Evans there. It's going to be a halfback. Tommy Turbo, obviously, he's going to be fully fit, hopefully. Uh, he's having his pec surgery, I think, today. And then he'll be right come preseason. So they'll be able to work on their combination. So it's another good sign for Manly within, you know, pressure and spots because you've got young Schuster there. Uh, he's played a bit of the back row in the past, especially that year. If you remember the year when Tommy Turbo was on fire, 2021, Schuster was on the left edge. He, he was playing back rows. So, um, and they had four in the half. So it's just creates opportunity for spots. Brooks is a left-hand side player, uh, left footer, left kick. So... It, it's a pretty good combination that it does create for Manly. And, you know, speaking of Seeps today, and he's quite keen on having both of them in there, you know, Schuster and Brooks. It's not like he's coming in to push Schuster out and, and make sure he leaves the club. They're, they're all there and they're players that he wants at the club for the future. Yeah, from my perspective, I don't know. Look, I don't have the relationship that Woodsy obviously has with Luke Brooks, but I, I, I think it's a good move for him. I, you know, I thought when he knocked back the Tigers and the decision he wanted to change, um, there's no doubt it's been a tough slog for him. And, I wasn't sure if he was going to pursue an NRL deal or possibly go overseas because he's got a young family and maybe it was the time was right just to have a big change in life and get out of the pressure cooker of the NRL. But I think it's a great move from him. Obviously, you know, with David Cherry Evans there as the number one halfback, he's going to take all that pressure off him and he'll be able to just get in there and play his role and be a great foil for him. And you know, there's no doubt he's still got some good footy left in him. So I think he's a great signing from Manly and we could see some of the, you know, some of his best footy that, 
you know, we know he can offer because when you do have that change of scenery, I don't know whether it's, you know, different styles or just, it just freshens you up, you know. So, Brooksy, yeah, I can see him being an outstanding signing next year for the for Manly and Woodsy's going to obviously have a first-hand look at it. No, I think the other thing that's good as well, he's not going to go there with so much pressure on his back. Like, he's got that $1 million tag on his head. He's gone there. He's just going to be a normal player in, in, the, in the top 30 squad. You've got the likes of the Turbo brothers in, in Jakey and Tom that, you know, they're our marquee men, Cherry. So they're the big dogs. You know, he's got to learn how to play with them. And and the, the times where Brooksy has played his best footy is when he's had a, a dominant half around him. You know, he got the – obviously got the halfback of the year that year, but he had Benji there. And, and Benji's like having a coach on the field at that period of time. He knew where he was at in his career. He's a lot of senior – and he really did help Brooksy out. And that's where Cherry is at the moment, you know. Cherry knows the best parts of his game. He's a really good leader. And it gives Brooksy the opportunity just to run. You know, his first thought can be run. And that's what's yeah. been so good before he did his hamstring the last few weeks. So mm. I think it's a huge move. And like you said, Wade, I'm, I'm happy he's staying in the NRL. I'd like to see him be a one-club player at Tigers, but I think he needs to get out, you know. There's uh, a lot of – there's it, so much scrutiny on him there. It's, it's, Tigers win, yeah. the team goes good. Tigers loses on Brooksy's back. So I'm so happy he's gone out. He's going to create an opportunity for himself. He's so balanced in his home life now. He's, you know, he's got a fiance. They're going to get married at the end of the year. He's got a young daughter, so it's going to be a huge opportunity for him. I think he'll really relish from it. And it's not the first time Manly have signed a former West Tigers player whose best years were behind him. So you know, that's it. Yeah. So they turn him into superstars over there. <laughs> but it, it, it's, you know, it's good in a sense, though. I make an observation that this is the first time in probably twenty-five years two things have come from absolutely nowhere. We've had um, this happen. We've had the Gold Coast Titans coach. Unbelievable, isn't it? That was unbelievable. Just out of nowhere. Do you reckon that comes because they're privately owned? Like if any other club with the board and all that get involved in every decision, they Mm. like to have their people that they like to sling things to. But the way that they've handled it up in the Gold Coast, I I think everyone's jaw hit the ground. It was absolutely remarkable how, you know, one of the boys at Manly said, oh, Des is signed with the Titans. I said, you're kidding. Next thing you look on your social media page and it's all over. I honestly was, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It's, couldn't tell you a secret because next thing you know, it's out straight away. The bloke in here you can't tell a secret is Dell. If you want to get word out there, don't put it in the paper. Just say, just just, say to him, just quietly, Dell. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> this saga will continue. It's a long way from over. The Dragons have told Ben Hunt he's not free to go. He's not free to join the Broncos in the short term. He's not free to join the Titans in the long term. I want to ask you blokes, and I'll, I'll start with you, Wado, first this time. I think it's great that the Dragons are holding their ground on this, but can a player stay at a club because he's ordered to? How will that affect his football? I didn't think he was himself the other night when they played the Warriors. How can he stay at a club if he's not happy? Well, I think long-term he won't stay at the club for sure. I think eventually he, they, he will get his release and go back to Brisbane. He, he's you know laid his cards out on the table. I think you know there's going to be some short-term pain there for the Dragons in this situation because for sure they have to come to train and fulfil his obligations. And him as a player and, and as a competitor, you know, once you're out in that field, it, it's on, it's go time. And, you know, he will click into gear because that's the type of player he is. But I, I was speaking on, on Saturday when the, the journos were reporting that this deal supposedly was done with the Broncos and then he was going to go across to the Titans. And I just couldn't believe, you know, how they were reporting it because there was no way – there was no chance that the Dragons can lose out of this situation and it's going to take a while for it to be resolved because, you know, what are they going to get for letting Hunt go? They need to know what is going to give them a win in their column. Is it going to be money? Is it going to be players? Is it going to be, you know, a combination of both? For that to happen, they need to know, A, where he's going to go or who his potential clubs are so they can actually negotiate. If there's two clubs, 
makes it even messier. Um, and the man who needs to be front and centre of it is Shane Flanagan. He needs to have a look at the squad that they have. He's going to be coaching it moving forward. He needs to be looking at that squad going, who do I need to add to elevate this squad to make our team better? And for him to do that, it's going to take time. He needs to, again, identify potentially the clubs that Hunt's going to end up at. And then he needs to enter negotiations with those clubs potentially around players or, or money. And I just couldn't see it being done in any you know quick time. Yeah. So mm. th- this will, in my opinion, will take the rest of the season to, to be finalised. You, you make a good point here. Uh, Woodsy, you know, it's not just one club, it's mm. two clubs involved. I mean, there's only two months of the regular season left this year. Yeah, for me, I agree with Wade. Like, it, it made no sense that, you know, there was all this talk that it was done deal at the Broncos and he's going to go for the rest of this season. Um, then he's going to go to the Gold Coast for two seasons after that. What are the Dragons going to get out of it? And, and that's this is a big decision for Shane, like for Flanagan, that he's going to there. So what, he's going to lose his best player and get nothing in return, just watch him sail off to the Broncos. And, you know, you hear all these things from Ben Hunt. I don't like to play hooker at, at, at the at the Dragons, but I'm happy to go up to the, to the Broncos and play hooker there. I don't get that. Then he wants to go – I don't understand what he wants to do because he wants to live in Brisbane or does he want to just live in Queensland? It, for, for starters, he wants to play halfback, but then he's gone up there to play hooker. You know, I, I just don't see where he's at as a group. He's captain of that club and you re-signed for two years at the back end of last year, all well knowing that hook was going to get resold. Mm. Like, yeah, you can talk it up in the media as much as your relationship with the bloke is, but you're captain of the club, you, you negotiated a two-year deal. It's not like they're and, – and for me, it's not like it's he's a mediocre player that's on a minimum wage and, you know, he doesn't take much of the portion of the salary cap. Like, they've invested heavily into him for the next couple of years. They already have for the past six seasons. You know, I've heard talk that has it been a successful signing. He's been there for six years and made the semifinals once. And just because you're not getting your way, you don't drop your lip, you don't throw your toys out of the cot. you got to – do what you you know what your contract is at that club, and the club hasn't come to them, and they haven't come to a mutual agreement. He just says he doesn't want to go there; he wants to go back home. Well, you should have thought that before you signed that contract. I don't say Ben Hunt has to lose. Like in this situation, I think he's put his cards on the table. He wants to go back to Brisbane. Fine, got Queensland. Fine, okay. Yeah, but uh, the, there's got to be a reason. Yeah, yeah, but, but after that, like which is, uh, I can see, mate. He, he's he said it. Whatever. Like I haven't yeah. been involved in the club and that. Ben Hunt's put his cards on the table, right? So he had the meeting. I could only see the result of that meeting because I don't think Fano. We both know what Flano. We both know what I don't think Flano would try and sway him. Like he would have. He would have been trying to sway him before. Yep. It would have been, mate. You know what? You want to go back to Brisbane? Fine. That that can happen, but it's not going to happen until the St George Illawarra Dragons and, and, and our team has a. If you're going to have a win out of this, we so we, we and, need to have a win out of this. And for me, that just takes time. It's going to take the time. Other, the other thing for me, that we always talk about winning starts at the top, and I think this is the first decision they've done well. They haven't rushed into it. They need to get compensation out of the deal. If they obviously, if he's going to go early, the Titans, whether that is, I don't know what the sum would be. Like you look at um, the young fellow that went, uh, Carl, that went to the Bulldogs. They had to pay five hundred thousand for they yeah, went, and he's yeah. a a young kid. Ben's a superstar, you know. So yeah, I, that's why when the journos were reporting oh, on the weekend that the deal was done, I was I was like I, I couldn't believe it. Was, this is remarkable if this deal is done because for that to happen, the Dragons would just went okay off yeah. we go, but. After the meeting today, like the only we're only guessing too. I'm only speculating, yep. but I do know Flano. I, I'd imagine that the meeting would have went. You know what? Fine, we'll get you there eventually. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get you there on our time. Yeah, it's gonna take. T- yeah, in we'll our get terms. you there on our time, and then when we know what's gonna strengthen our club. It's the other things like, well, yeah, all right, you go to Titans, but then give us either you know Tino, give us Brimson, oh, give us Mo Yeah, well, it's the only way it's gonna make a a successful change yeah, with the Dragons. Yeah. Well, well, you need to win negotiation. You've got to start yeah, at the top, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. 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 Dragons are probably going fair income. You're taking Ben Hunt. 
Yeah, 100%. But I think. Tino might want to come back to New South Wales. Yeah, he might, but I don't think he will. <laughs> hey, hey um, but guys, there's two things I'm going to say. One is, okay, he's, he's better off to just forget this whole Brisbane thing because the regular season's probably got eight or nine weeks to go. How, right? how would how would Kevy feel having to resold his young bloke too? Yeah, that's a whole that's, other thing. And, and he's been playing some good footy. Yeah, he has, yeah. But maybe, maybe Ben Hunt thinks, and he hasn't said this to anyone, but maybe he thinks, you know what, if I get up there, and we win the grand final at the Broncos, I can wipe the slate of what happened in 2015 because we all remember what happened but in 2015. But the Dragons fans won't let him. You know how big that fan base is. Yeah. They mm. they remember everything. Mm. Every time Gordon Tallis walks in the stadium, he gets booed. So Yeah, well, I just think, by the, like you are saying, mate, by the time they work it out, the well, season will be nearly over. It's hard, like, because as well, Fano's still working at Manly, right? So he's not mm. as if he's in, in that building every day looking at the squad train because a lot of it, understanding about recruiting players and getting – got to know – their personalities, if they fit in with the group. And for that to happen, you need to have your own relationship with the group and really understand it. And that takes time to build. And they'll be doing some homework on some players with, you know, I know young Toby Sexton's up there, obviously AJ Brimson. And, yeah, they told uh, Toby you can go. And young Campbell. Did they? They're, they're similar players, right? Yeah. So Brimson and Campbell, they're always sort of, one's a fullback, one's a 14. So, you know, there's, and they're, and they're good players. And, so the Dragons, we haven't looked there, but like the Dragons already have that situation with young Sullivan and yep. Sloan. So, there's a lot of water. There. There's yep. a lot of water to go under that bridge. That's mm. why I went, mate. And you know, Reedy Re- Re- was reporting. Uh, he was Peabody, sitting next don't to me. Peabody just exaggerates and it, makes it, up it, things. He was sitting next to me on the weekend saying it was done. Like this is what this is happening. And I, I was, hey, mate, hey, I was can actually, I say something? Do you remember he said? Away. Do you remember he said Jason Rolls was done? Yeah, yeah. How'd yeah, that go? Yeah, yeah. So hang on, are you going to jump into Reedy here? Oh, you, always. You're going to jump into poor little Peabody. It was funny. I actually went to have a coffee yesterday, and at the front of the coffee shop that I go to with another player, I'll go into in a second. Here's Peabody out the front just on his little laptop. Right. And the other player I normally go to the coffee shop with is Jake Travojevich. Right. So lucky I wasn't with Jake yesterday. Have they not made up yet? Nah. Jakey doesn't hold a grudge. Jakey refuses to do wow. anything with Peabody. Wow. So was this Girdler's coffee shop in DY? It wasn't actually. It, was, it wasn't Girdler's grind. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was because we had training. It was only a little break in between training. It was called Fuel just down the road. Okay. Speaking of taking a break, we just have to take a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the bunnies who have lost – Four of their last five and leaking points. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the other Trebojevic, that being Turbo. It's coming up on Footy Talk. It's the Footy Talk podcast with Wado, Woodsy and Maroon. Time to talk about uh, my beloved bunnies. Now, look, since May 19, they've been beaten by Parramatta, Raiders, Dragons and the Cowboys. Every one of these teams has scored 30-plus. Even the game they won, the Titans scored 28. So with Luttrell out, we're just wondering, I mean, I'm throwing this open. I don't think this, but are the Rabbitohs without Luttrell a little bit like Manly have been in the past without Tom Trebojevic? Because it is getting serious now. Uh, They have lost four games since May 19 and let the opposition score 30 or more points. Am I overreacting or is it time to really have this discussion. I, I think you're overreacting a right. little bit. Right, yeah. okay. But just because, obviously, Latrell's been out, but it hasn't just been Latrell. No, Jai Arrow. Yeah, Jai Arrow. Cody, Cody's yeah. been in mm. and out with Tommy injuries. Tommy Burgess. Tommy Burgess. Cook, Murray have been in, in and out of origin. Yeah, there's three or four out of your spine. It's always going to be hard. And young Ilias, like, he's a great player, but he's still learning to get the team around the park when you're missing some players, particularly your spine. That's your communication. That's your cohesion. That They execute game plan. So, obviously, it's been defensive woes, but if your attack complements your defence and your defence complements your attack, they go hand in hand. If you're not getting one done, it puts pressure on the other. So 
they're more than confident in the footy they can produce. They showed that early on during the year, the type of team they are when that when they are firing all, all cylinders. And to be honest, every team goes through a little slump or you know a, a bad patch throughout the year. You look at the start of the year, the Panthers didn't start off on fire. Everyone was questioning their credentials, and now they're the best defensive team average by a country mile. Right. So they're hitting their gears. And then Broncos obviously flew out of the gates and now they've had a few little issues around origin as well. So every team has these setbacks and these periods throughout the year. It's just about trying to manage it the best you can and to make sure you're in a position when you come out of the other side of it, you're, you're in decent enough shape Yeah, and, you, and you're in good position when you run obviously to the business end of, end of the season. You got to look, you know, a lot of the players, like you said, Cody Walker's huge for them and yeah. so is Latrell. They've only had one buy, and yeah. no, they they were the last team to have a buy along with Broncos. So they've had a really long start to the season. I know other sides have had three buys before they've, they when they've had one. So they've been able to rest players around that period where their back end they're going to have two buys. So they, I think they got a buy just after the game three, and they're going to have one. I think they've got either the second last round or last round. Yeah, so they can second rest, last round. If they can get a few wins out of the belt, rest a few players there going in the semifinals. It's going to help them in the background. But like what I said, they've had their tough period already. You know, they've gone through a couple injuries. You know, you look at the Broncos, this six-week period of, of Origin Maroon, it's so tough. Like, not just physically on your body, mentally, it's such a draining period. Like, they're up so high for that 10-day camp. You know, they come back down when they're back at club level. Not that they want to, but it's just the atmosphere around you. It's, there's no build-up. Like, you're coming back to play at a Acor Stadium Acor. now. Yeah, yeah Acor now. Change, they yeah. change the name every year. So, the, Like you change the, club, yeah. club level. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not, not, not as often, but, so, you know. Yeah, to be fair, but they've had a tough run. They've had Penrith twice, Melbourne yep. twice, Broncos twice, And they've beat a lot and of them Cowboys too. Cowboys actually have started to hit some form yeah. so just on the weekend. So, I think it's you're going a little bit too early. And they have had some difficulty with their team. And, and if this was happening leading into the semis, I'd be a little bit worried, but it's not. Like, I, I Latrell, the good thing about it as well, he's taking the full time. Like, he's not getting rushed back. Yeah. He's going to have that back end of the year flying. Hopefully, he doesn't have any injuries going into that. Cody Walker was first game back on the week. Yeah, he was a little bit dusty, but he's going to be like that. A couple of weeks off, they'll be right, Maroon. I reckon they'll be sweet. I hope so. Round 21, I believe Latrell will be back. So, uh, was it round 21? Jeez, yeah, that's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah well, but these. Cars, they're, they're different it, now, aren't they? It depends where you get it because Nico had the same issue. Nico missed all of like almost the whole preseason because of this one calf injury. Luke Brooks had the same yeah, thing at Tigers. It's just how it heals. If it's on the side, I think close to the ligament, it can heal. Do you remember? Not scar up, right? Remember Matty Moreland had one? Yeah, he had one for he, ages. he had one like nearly 18 months. Yeah, yeah just, and people don't understand what they go through yeah. behind the scenes. Like mm. it can really restrict you. But and the, and the worry is, even if you think you're 100%, they got a high rate of reoccurrence. Yep. So if you come out and reoccur it, it's almost starting. Well, that happened with Jake start, Travoy yeah, this starting year. starting back at square one. So you need to be cautious with it and make sure you, you really are ready to go and you're conditioned to go again. Well, that's, so Jakey Travoy felt good after two weeks. We played him and that was when he redid it. So now he's had the whole four or five weeks. Yeah. So Okay, guys, sad news in origin last week. Obviously, everyone's across it now that um, Turbo, Tommy Trebojevic has done a peck. Break my heart, Maroon. And he'll be gone for the season. Yep. Uh, on a personal level, I, I just feel so sorry for Tom. He's had a, you know, he's had every injury you can get. Poor bloke. And from your point of view, yep. as a, a part of the NRL, the Manly squad, yep. uh, how is that going to impact the team? Well, firstly, when I was watching the Origin, I was that excited, you know. You know, he's hit a bit of form as of late, Tommy, as well, leading into that game. Uh, you know, we had the Dolphins game where, you know, I think we put 58 points on him and he was flying. And in just that first three minutes, mate, just watching the t- – it wasn't like a, a your normal peck injury one as well where the arm's sort of hanging yeah, out. I actually thought it was his shoulder. Yeah, I thought it was his shoulder yeah. as well and the one that he hurt last year. And then you sort of – I think we spoke off airway. You see him look at Mitch Moses and go, mate, that's me peck. I've done it. And 
It's like, oh, no, poor bloke. And then from that moment, it just made me frustrated watching the Origin, although I was still supporting the Blues and I thought they'd win. But, geez, and then you think about the repercussions for us as Manly, you know, you take out turbo of our squad, a lot of people just start questioning, you know, man, I got some text messages off your mate, there's your season done now. And, you know, such a valuable part of our squad. Um, what he, It's not just what he brings on the field, it's, you know, that, you know, it's just the presence he has there and he makes players around him better. But he's been awesome, you know. Obviously, he's having his surgery today. You know, he come down to Melbourne with us. He's just in and around the group. You know, he's given a lot of confidence to Ruben Garrick, just helping him with his game. But, you know, as a player and, you know, a fan of Manly, you, you just don't get to see the best player on, on the field week in, week out. And it's just a huge letdown for a fan of the club. Well, it's not even the fan of the club. Like, even Maroon said he was hurt. Like, obviously, no Tommy through playing with him. Yeah. But even the neutrals, I think. Oh, it's like Nico Hines going they, down. They like, look, you just shattered. You know, he's a champion player. We know what he can do in the, on the field when he's fully fit and we know he has had his injuries issues and yeah. it gets to a point where unless you're playing against Manly and Tommy Turbo's tearing you know, if you're an NRL fan, you like to see what he can do on the field because he's one of those players that has a very unique skill set oh. and not many people can do what he do. And the NRL is better for it but when Tommy's you know, 100%. I think Wader, he's one of the good guys in the NRL. Yeah, yeah. Like he's never had a stuff up, you know, other than having a run down the – the Manly Corso on after a couple of years, but that's nothing bad. Like, he's never bringing the game into, you know, disrepute. He's always been one of the good guys. The fans love him, like you said. And just the last, I think it's probably the 18 months, just he can't take a trick at the mm. moment with all the soft tissue injuries. Just poor kid at the moment. You know what we've seen, though? Say Sean Timmons, I'm going back a long way. One of the greats. Uh, Anthony Minicello, Scott yep. Prince. There's just three blokes who had terrible runs with injury. Oh, and, and then they come back. Yeah. yeah. And in the case of Minnie or the case of Scott Prince, come back and win a, a premiership. Yeah, but even like you think about Benji at the start yeah, of his Benji, career. Yeah, Benji, three shoulder like, JT had all his shoulder issues. Like It's just, unfortunately, it's a part of sport in general. But, yeah. you know, our, our games, it's hard. It just, your body just breaks because mm. of the contact and collision and the wear and tear. It's, it's, it's not so much the game day, but it's just the training load, isn't it? It's like the well, preseason pre is the hardest part about the NRL. Yeah, but the thing is you need to – train that hard and you need to condition your body because you, 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 you're you trying to prepare yourself to get through, yeah, how long do we play for? Six, seven months. So well, 27 rounds it, now. You're damned if you do, you're damned if and you don't. And then the finals. Right? And so then the like, finals, yeah. yeah. And these blokes are playing World Cups or Four yeah. Nations as well and then you chuck in Origin in between. So, yeah, it, it, sport it can be cruel sometimes with, with injuries. It is a part of like, it is a part of the job and, sometimes. And, and, but and, when someone goes on a, on a run like this, you know, the other thing to talk about with sport and with rugby league – you know, and Turbo is such a high-profile player. You know, we, we all notice it and worry about it. But, mate, you, the amount of young kids who have been crawled by injuries oh. just to have injury after injury. The ones you injury, don't see, but as the well. Ones, the ones no one ever hears about. They've yeah. been in squads, young, most talented kids. But, you know, their body just lets them down. And all of a sudden, instead of being 18 and 19 and being the next one off the, the rank, you, you might be 23, 24. Yeah, right. But they're looking at the 18-year-old, the yeah. new 18-year-old who's just mm, hasn't just had the track out. record. And that's that's the brutal part of sport and opportunity and, and you know, timing. It's it's such a hard it's a hard dream and a hard reality to chase because, you know, injuries and luck do, mm. do play a big part in whether you get an opportunity or not. And the other thing, wait, people only see what he does for 80 minutes. Yeah. Like they don't see what he has to do for his body, the the sacrifices he has to give up. Like, mate, he doesn't he hasn't drink during the season, Tommy. So he hasn't had a beer since, I think, February. There's times where there's moments in his life where he's got a, you know, a, a birthday party, a wedding. He can't go to those. He's, he doesn't commit to that because he's got to get himself right. And he's the first one at training every week, every day, sorry. He's going through all these. Well, he beats you. Yeah, he just. I, I find that so, hard I, to I believe. Mean, I'm, but I've got yeah. a coffee. I'm chewing the fat. But you're, he... you're going in there to avoid your wife, <laughs> really, not to do extras. But... <laughs> 
Cronulla Sharks, I've been, or how long I've been there? 13, 13 years, right? And I'm not saying I'm always first, but I'm in the top three there, like all the time. Usually first for 13 years, except when Woodsy was at the club. He Pre- was the only one. Preparations key me. boys. He was yeah. the only you gotta one. be there early. Yeah. But but like the things he would do, like he went obviously to Philadelphia, did all those yeah, yeah, um, yeah. stuff with that Knowles bloke and He's brought him back. He's just, mate, you always see him in the gym just doing the, the funny stretches and on the machines and, you know, poor time for the big fella. Just the, the amount he puts into his body, he just hasn't got it back yet. You, you know, we're talking about players, like you were saying, you know, they get injured at 18, 19, 20, and the, a couple of blokes come to mind, and you might have played with a couple of them, Woozy. Yep. Taniela Tuiaki. Oh, yep. poor bloke, yeah. You know, he, we never you know, saw again. You know, the worst thing about him was Maroon. He was like having an absolute stormer of the year. He was just about to re-sign on huge money and then he got that injury and they're like, we'll just see how he comes back from it. Yeah, and then we had the uh, winger from the dra- uh, from the Broncos. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have been anything, couldn't yeah. he? He was playing. Oh, he was already playing. Oh, Australia, Australia and Queensland so. at, at 18, 19. That's amazing. But there's stories, Marin. Connor there's, Trace. There's People don't know what like Connor that. Trace has been through, waiter. You, you start probably playing the elite junior apps at 16, 17, 18 yep. and, and – the best kids get fast-tracked into the top squads and training squads and de- development contracts now. And and you can see some kids, most talented kids, and they work hard and they're diligent and they yep. chase the dream, they chase the dream. But a couple of injuries, a couple of setbacks, you know, an ACL or a shoulder rico. And, and like I said, that 18-year-old kid, you know, all of a sudden becomes a 21 or 22-year-old. Mm. But there's also other 18-year-old kids now to compete against. So yeah. that's the harsh reality of, of the sport and limited opportunities and – it's a high-performance environment, and, and that's what sport is. But the stories we see, you know, profile brought to and the feelings that fans and supporters generate for their favourite players are people we see in the squads yep. year after year after year, and, and it's a hard reality of, of, of sport. You might remember – he might be your age. Do you remember Travis Roach? Yeah, yeah Roach. Like, yeah, he was like Australian schoolboy, yeah. unbelievable. So he, he got picked in the 15s merit team when he was 14. Yeah, he was and, a, yeah. an absolute freak. And he had like three or four knee recos. And when I was at the Dragons, when we went back to reserve grade, he's a strength conditioner down there now. And like I said to all these kids, mate, do you ever see this bloke play? Like he was one of the great players. Well, one coming, of my best what mates position was Greg Waddell. Fullback, yeah. Oh, Greg Waddell, he signed a huge yeah, contract yeah. as well. And there's just these – they try to keep him around the club, but then he's seen it all before. He can hardly like – he can't run back-to-back days now because his knee's just that rattled from it. And, you know, the club's tried to help him out, but – you know, he's put a lot of effort into it. He's got his own degree and, you know, I think it was um, strength conditioning. He does a lot of stuff. But like I said, he was the next big thing on the radar and, you know, had him all signed up. You know, he was going to be the fullback of the club long term and then just got a couple of bad knees and they just wipes you out. All right. Well, I think on the back of all that, mate, I think Manly were like a 1,000 to 1 to make the finals anyway and now they've blown out to about 14,000 Well, the funny one. thing is you were just pumping up South Sydney all year and yeah. then since you've had a couple of losses in the last couple of weeks, you've turned on them. No, I would you never. You started invoicing no. for the pre-game no, I, entertainment. Maybe no, they no, might, no. if they get the compensation from um, the Turbo. Yeah, we get a little bit of comp. Maybe, little they, little. maybe they have a crack at Brooksy early. Yeah. Oh, but no, Why not? I think, no, no, I think with the comments, you can only get a like for a like. You uh, can't go for – Okay. So you can only go just for an outside play him a fullback. I said that. I said that to Siebes. <laughs> It could be a roving, what, what is it, a roving uh, little utility. utility. Yeah, the, the Tigers yeah. see him as a halfback, but we see him as a fullback. <laughs> <laughs> Tigers can see anything from them. <laughs> Thank you, Woodsy. <laughs> Thank so you, Maroon. Are you calling for any footy this weekend? Yeah, I'm on Saturday. I think I'm with you again. Oh, we missed you last weekend. We had a good fun, though, didn't we, Wayne? It was fun. It was yeah. fun. Sounds- L- listening to Alan Jackson. What, what yeah. game did you have? Uh, Dolphins, para. Oh, a lot of yeah. points. They're the games you yeah, like, isn't it, Maroon? I do, mate. I do. Uh, so it was good. So we'll get you back this Saturday. Who's playing? I think we've got Raiders and Titans. Beautiful. Hopefully okay. you bring some of that cologne in for me to spray. Oh, I won't need to. I'll just sit next to you. 
mate, you, this is only – you've got to be a mature age. <laughs> what, is, what is it called, Old Spice? You know, I don't know what it's called. My wife, It's in a blue square bottle. My wife always gets it. Is it true that you, like, you know, pour you know, it out and water it down so you get more out of it? <laughs> you know, is, is that a tumor? That's a tumor. He, he would, oh, do, mate, he he would. would too. I actually, I actually thought it was Wendell's. I thought it was Wendell's perfume. It smells a bit like Wendell. <laughs> nah, it's not Wendell. If he, he copies me, Wendell. So uh, I hope you blokes, when you get to my edge, you dress like I dress. You look, right you're, now, you're in good nick. Oh, it's good to see you still wear the black skivvy from the Wiggles. Yeah. Right, I, I hope when I'm your age, I'm still getting freebies. Otherwise, I'll be wearing nothing. <laughs> All right, you palookas. We'll see you on the weekend.